Hello, isn't it a beautiful day to be listening to a podcast like this one? Thank you everyone for being part of this show and for all your support, the recent surge in reviews and in rankings. I really appreciate it as we are promoting all of the different things that I do, including Investy Besties, my flagship course, which teaches you everything you need to know to become a confident, capable, wealthy woman investor. Part of my vision and my dream for my besties is not that they would fit into some cookie cutter standard version of real estate investing, but that we actually intuitively explore what type of real estate investor you want to be and what type of investor you're meant to be and where you can start now and where you want to end up. And we take that holistic view of real estate investing and really make a plan to achieve your goals, whether that be a little bit of extra cash in your pocket every month or a big lump sum, windfalls, or long-term assets that will support you and your family for years to come. So as part of our series, what, what we are on to the topic of short-term rental queen. This is such a hot, hot topic. Um, and before I continue, let me just go back and say that enrollment is still open for Investy Besties. You can still get in for the next round. It is a eight-week flagship course. There is an online community and you have access to both the content and the course community forever. And we do live weekly calls during each live round of the course where I answer all of your questions. You can always bring your deals into the Facebook group to have them reviewed. I help you pick service providers. I teach you everything I know about all of these real estate methods that we talk about here on the podcast. So really, it is everything you need in a box to become a successful wealthy real estate investor and enrollment is open. You can go to investybesties.com for more details. Going back to the short-term rental queen, this particular method of real estate investing is one of the trendiest hot topics right now. If you beware of clicking on anything related to short-term rentals, because you will be bombarded with everyone's course and everyone's program that they are going to teach you about how to do short-term rentals. I am too. Of course, here on the podcast, everything that I give away is for free. But inside my course, we do a much deeper dive with all kinds of resources and tools for you. One of the things that I did to prep myself, I have several clients who do this type of investing, but to prep myself for teaching it is I took a couple of the top short-term rental courses. So some of the tips that I'm sharing here are my own. Some are from my clients and some are from courses that I took. I really tried to curate that information and bring you the parts of short-term rental investing that I think are the most important for you to learn. So first, what is short-term rental? For, for anyone living under a rock who has not heard of Airbnb, that is basically the main company for short-term rentals. It's not the only company. You can also look into VRBO. That's probably the second biggest company. And then there's dozens of smaller ones. So this is the industry revolution that has taken place in vacation property and in the kind of hotel resort industry as well. Much like Uber decimated the taxicab business or Netflix destroyed Blockbuster, here comes Airbnb really taking a large chunk out of vacation, resort, and hotel destination property for sure. Not to mention just local residential stay businesses, like even executive stay hotels, have been hit by this industry because it's so hot, because it puts 
the ability to make money off of a dwelling into the hands of the people. That is a revolution, just like the internet is a revolution, and it's it's one that's come from the internet for sure. And there's a couple of different ways to look at it. I say short-term rental because I don't want to pigeonhole it down to just Airbnb. A lot of the material out there will just refer to B&B as well, which I believe still stands for bed and breakfast. That is the marketplace that all of this business takes place. But the kind of business that you could form as a short-term rental queen, you have options. So starting with what property would you consider doing this business with, right? So if you're only looking to supplement your income, you're not trying to make this your full-time job, then you're going to look at what property you already have. If you have a family vacation property and you want to list it on B&B and make extra money every month, by all means do it. If you have a piece of land or a big property that's got room for an RVMB or a really cute Airstream, like an RV trailer or something of that sort, a yurt, these days, you can do a yurt, B&B, you could, you know, do a houseboat, anything can be a vacation rental and can make income. And it is the most simple calculation ever to just go on one of those major sites like Airbnb and look up what that type of property in that type of area would rent for. And that gives you an idea of what the money, the profit power is of the property in question. But what if you don't have something to rent out for B&B? I know people who have just a condo or, you know, maybe they have an extra room in their house who do it. But if you're just sitting there and you don't have any property in mind, you may think this type of business is not for you. And that's just not true because there's a whole new ballgame called Airbnb arbitrage or short-term rental arbitrage where people are leasing properties and then with the owner's permission, subleasing that as a B&B property. Now, I want to be very clear that I say with the owner's permission, there are a lot of people out there advocating that you can lease property and then sublease it as a short-term rental and really not tell the owner what you plan to do with it. Um, And that I do not advocate. I find that incredibly unethical, if not illegal. So I don't advocate that. But There is a lot to be said for finding landlords who are willing to let you rent it out for corporate housing, rent it out for B&B use. And we talk in the course about how to approach landlords about that as a potential investment strategy. So starting at the top, short-term rental queen, you could be using property that you own. You could buy property for the intention of using it, or you could lease property for the intention of using it. Once you make that decision, if you are doing the lease arbitrage method, there's two ways to do that. One is called a master lease. The other is basically B&B, short-term rental management. So if you go to a landlord and you say, hey, I see your three-bedroom, two-bath house has been sitting on the market as available for rent for three months and no one has rented it. How about you rent it to me and I'm going to then use it as a B&B managed property. And I'm going to share with you some of those benefits of why you should rent it to me. This is like a sample script, really, of how you talk to a landlord. And the benefits would be that your rent is guaranteed every month. I've got great credit. I've got reserves. We clean your property several times a month. Any maintenance item that's under $500, I'm going to take care of myself. 
And you basically give them, you're selling them, you're selling them the selling points of why you would be a better tenant than a regular tenant. And if all goes well and the property is profitable, I'm going to continue to lease from you year after year without you having to worry about anything. That is actually really seductive to a potential landlord, especially if they've been sitting on a property for months that hasn't gotten rented. Maybe it needs a little bit of work, a little bit of fixing up, then you're going to come in and save the day and do that work. But what if the landlord says to you, uh, that sounds great, but why should I let you profit thousands of dollars off my property? Maybe I should just rent it out as a B&B. Well, then there's another script there that you can use and you could say to them, um, yeah, but do you know what you're doing? Do you know how to advertise it, how to photograph it, how to decorate it, how to design it, how to clean it, how to stock it, all of those things? Because I do, and that's what my business is about. And then you can tell them, I'll do it and let's split the profits. And that's basically a management contract. So those are options that a lot of people don't realize. You can invest in real estate with very little upfront money and without owning any property at all by doing B&B short-term rental arbitrage. Now, you can also do this with your own property and you can also buy property with the intention of using it for a B&B purpose. So if you bought a vacation property in your dream destination and you rent it out all year round and you take your own little two-week vacation there once a year, that's an option. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur and you're in the coaching industry and you love retreats and you love going on masterminds, why not purchase a property to use for your own mastermind and rent it out for other people's masterminds and B&B use at the same time and make it a profitable retreat property for you. I did a lot of content in this in my free Facebook group, The Life We Deserve on Facebook. Um, so if you want to check that out, I have a whole video just on the retreat property options. But let's talk a little bit about no matter what you're doing with your BNB property, what do you need to know to be successful? Um, I, like I said, took all these courses. I've consumed all this material. I've interviewed lots of clients and I've been in lots of BNB properties myself. And what I found is the most important is two things, location and market research, right? So you need to know what your potential profits are before you purchase or lease a property. And that's really the core of what we teach inside the group. We talk about what websites you can use to analyze the occupancy rate and the nightly rates that vary per season so that you can really say, what could I make per month each month of the year? And, you know, certain seasons are going to be more popular than others. Obviously, a ski location property is going to be more popular in the winter, a beach property more popular in the summer. And so you want to look at where is it, how much money is it going to make, and really the meat of the short-term rental queen aspect of my course is learning exactly how to calculate those numbers so that you don't go in blind and you really do know. And the beautiful thing about technology is that people have done all this work for you. So <laughs> for a very small investment, you can get into one of these paid websites where they will tell you the answers to all of these questions just by clicking on an address. You do not need to be a math wizard. You do not need to do all of that research on your own to find out. If you decide to approach this as a business, many, many entrepreneurs have successfully built short-term rental businesses and quit their jobs. And they do this full-time. They're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year managing several properties. And the key to being able to grow at that level is being able to do great market research, pick the right location, know your money, know your numbers. And then we're going to get into, before we get done with this show today, a couple of other tips for all types of short-term rental management. 
So number one, my number one tip for you is design. Design is what sets you apart from the other units that are available in any given market. And in inside the course, we talk a lot about the different types of design that you might consider for your property based on your target market, who you're renting to, and where your property is. So when in doubt, I would stick with modern contemporary, clean lines, modern, futuristic. It just feels luxurious. It's easy on the eyes. So when you're doing photography and marketing your property, you just have a lot of clean lines and sleek finishes and stone and glass. And that is really going to make people feel like your property is luxe, like it's fresh and clean, like it's trendy and and current. And that is just a good go-to if you can't decide. You could also go something like modern farmhouse or boho with lots of plants and natural materials and neutral tones and just make it really comfy cozy. And then you could also go with something themed based on the location of your property. So if you're looking at international retreats, you also want to incorporate local culture, local artwork, give it the feel of its surrounding environment. Um, Some people go all out on themes. So you might have, you know, a spaceship pod in the middle of the desert that's all futuristic and alien themed, or you might have, you know, a pirate ship theme that's a houseboat, you know, you can go crazy with it. And yes, those are really popular. So just, you know, do your research and know that any theme that you pick is something that's going to be popular within that market. The design is important, the decor is important, and then also the photography and the marketing. I, as a real estate agent, do not like seeing uh, unprofessional cell phone photos. So unless you're a good photographer with a good wide-angle lens camera and some photography experience, highly recommend getting a professional photographer to shoot professional photos of your beautifully designed property. If you feel like you have no design skills, you can hire an interior decorator to help you or a property stager to help you. And all of that goes a long way in the marketing. Those are the elements that are going to get you an extra 10 to 15% in nightly rate over other similar properties. Because the truth is, in a lot of urban places uh, or urban destinations, you can just take a spare room in your house and have a queen bed and a TV and a nightstand and a lamp, and you can rent that out on BNB. But if you took the effort to make a really beautiful experience for your guests, you're definitely going to make more money on your BNB property. The last piece I'll talk about is automation of your booking, your cleaning, and your customer service. Because when I started talking about short-term rentals, the first thing you're thinking of is how much work is this going to be? And the answer is some. It's going to take some work. To set up is definitely a good amount of work. But once your property is up and running, all of the running of that property can be automated. So there are services out there today that handle your booking for you. It's all using online computers, online websites for booking. And then those booking websites can be set up to communicate with your cleaning company or your cleaning crew so that that's also automated. So that every time a guest checks out, the cleaning is booked so that your cleaning crew is trained for short-term rental properties. They know how to restock all of the uh, consumables in the house, the coffee, the toilet paper, the dish soap. And they take before and after photos every time they enter a property, they see how it was left, they photograph every room, and then when they finish cleaning, they take photos of what they left it as so that there's never a discrepancy with your guests about whether or not they took care of your property or who broke something 
or what wasn't working or who's responsible for it. And finally, all the questions that the guests have for you, a lot of that can be handled by a low-priced international virtual assistant that you can hire online to do just that. There are people that are trained to handle all of this, booking, cleaning, and customer service for your property. So it is something that can be fully automated, and that is how you scale. If you want to be somebody who has a true short-term rental business, if you want to be a short-term rental queen, then you want to scale. Once you learn on your first two properties, your first property, how to do all of this stuff, you're ready to replicate that system and go out and make tons of money. I have clients, personal clients, that make over six figures managing B&B properties, and they don't do much of anything after the initial setup. So I just want to put that dream in your head. Short-term rentals is a super hot market. It's not going anywhere. This is the wave of the future. And there's so much money to be made. And after two years of lockdown and a pandemic, the world wants to travel. Have you tried to renew or get a passport in the last year? There are long wait times because everybody wants to go somewhere. And that somewhere could be a property that puts money in your pocket and helps you build wealth as a wealthy woman investor. Hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for your support. If you'd love to support the show, please take a moment and leave us an honest review. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you, dear listeners, for being with me today. If you love the show, please show support for our growth by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whatever platform you're listening on. You can find me on social media on most platforms by searching my name, Remy Fortier. That's F-O-R-T-I-E-R. Or you can join our free Facebook group, The Life We Deserve, Inspired and Wildly Successful, where I drop free trainings and keep you posted on whatever we're working on. As always, thank you for joining in our mission to normalize women building wealth.